What's up, everybody? Welcome to the PlayStation Report. I am Frank, and joining me this week is Tyler. Tyler, how's it going, my dude? It's a going. How are you? Oh, I'm enjoying the, uh, well, it was slightly cooler on Friday. I haven't actually gone out yesterday night. I mean, I went out, out a little bit yesterday morning, but mm-hmm. Friday was really nice outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I went out golfing on Friday. Nice. Um, unfortunately, because it was nice outside, everyone decided they wanted to fucking golf. And uh, we got stuck behind an old, old couple who were taking, like, forever. Mm. Normally, a round of golf would take me between, like, three and a half, four hours. We were at the four-hour mark on the 15th hole. Oh, my and, gosh. Uh, wow. Like, we, we just decided to pack up and leave because the person I was golfing with had obligations that they, they had planned to, you know, just get in a, get in a round of golf before they had to go uh, do stuff. But, yeah, didn't happen that way because uh, the golf course just booked too many tee times for that day. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, they were, they were booking groups of up to four five minutes apart and of course shit's gonna get backed up yeah because yeah i mean they should space that out by at least like 10 to 15 minutes but i don't know they're just trying to get in as many people as they can yeah you kind of need more than five minutes (laughs) for that stuff with golf yeah but yeah that doesn't surprise me it's not too bad out today i i'm i'm uh pleased it's, it was too fucking hot for way too long. And, uh, yeah. you know, now it's a little bit cooler. I, I, I'm all right with that. It's getting into, like, the 60s in the evenings. I'm good with that. Yeah. Hey, let's go. Yeah. Um, other than golf, man, nothing else is really happening. Um, what, what you got? Uh, I mean, what, 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 what do, you, do, you, do you have anything you want to talk about before you just jump in? No, not really. I mean, uh... Just, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you might see her next weekend. She should come out, but this kitten we got, she is a handful. Uh, really? Yeah. She, I mean, it's it's kind of a mix. Like, she's simultaneously a handful, but then also, like, the chillest kitten that I think I've had in my whole life. Um, you know, growing up and everything. Because there's times where she just will totally just zone out and just sit there do nothing but then when she has energy dude she has energy and she is completely relentless like if she wants something she will literally not stop until she gets it um and uh so yeah lot, lots of chasing around the other two um sometimes it seems like it's very playful and other times it seems like it's definitely not <laughs> when they're wrestling each other but i think she just wants to play and be a part of everything she's she's very cute very cuddly as well uh Mm. for a kitten which is hit or miss because sometimes she just constantly needs attention in you like a little baby you know what i mean but you're like dude i have i have shit i have to do but yeah 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 you'll she we so Kelly's parents came over yesterday, and those were the first people that she's seen that aren't us since we gotten her, and she was pretty good. Um, a little scared at first, but she came around pretty quickly, so I imagine you'll get to see her next weekend. Alrighty. 
before we Sounds depart good. depart on our journey. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a time. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be gonna be a good time. Yeah. Um yeah, I guess I guess we could just get into it. Video games. Um if you don't mind, I'll 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 take take it off first here real yeah. quick with something I want to talk about. Uh I've been playing uh retro games on my on my PC via RetroArch. Ooh. Um, I've been trying to get it working on my Steam Deck this morning. Just didn't happen. I mean, I, I might have to go out and buy a different uh, micro SD card because I might have just fucked the one that I'm on. Um, but yeah, I, I've been playing some retro games. I've got some PS1 games running. I've got some Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games running. Played some of this, some old Pokemon Pinball. Oh shit! The original Pokemon Pinball. Nice. You know, I was just having an itch for some. For some pinball. Yeah. Um, those games were so much fun back yeah. in the day. Yeah. I got uh got my Digimon World games. Of course, gotta have those. Um got Pokemon Emerald working. I, I got uh, also got um some of some of the old Gran Turismo games as well. Nice. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm just building that out. Uh Having having a really good time with it. It's a, it's a pretty good good application if you know if you know what you're doing and you know if you know how to get your files if you know where to point your stuff at. Um, yeah, it's it's a pretty easy experience. Um, so what is it, what is Retro Arch then? Is it just is that a, a website or like how, so how's Retro that, how's that Arch. Um, RetroArch has, like, this application on Steam. I mean, you can download it solo off their website. Um, but it connects to, uh, their database where they actually have put in achievements for old games. Um, so it works like that. Uh, yeah, uh, they have all these different cores that you can download, and then you're, you're gonna need, to, for some of them, you're gonna need to go get your, your own BIOS files, your own... And then you're gonna have to have your ROMs and all that. But if you have all those files, like it's, it's a pretty um, user-friendly interface. Uh, yeah, just really good. Um, and especially for old JRPGs, like the ones that I I, I tend to like to play, um, they, they do have the uh, built-in fast-forward function. So if you have like minutes-long summoning scenes, you can fast-forward through them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, have gen yeah, just generally having a pretty decent time with it. Everything seems to be running pretty all right on my PC. I just, I just need to maybe look up some references and figure out how I'm going to get this running on my Steam Deck. Nice. Yeah, it's a great time to be playing old games. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Pokemon. All, Emerald, all these dude. games, obviously, obviously, I own all the games that I'm downloading. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just a backup. Like I'm actually, yeah, I'm, and I, I, I definitely own those systems. I definitely am just pulling the BIOS files off my systems, and you know, just just ripping my own discs. Yeah, it's it's perfectly legal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, even if it wasn't legal, there's no way to buy most of the games that I'm playing. Like, right. It's just impossible to. Like, unless you're going to buy it secondhand, then what the fuck does it matter to the publisher if I'm buying it secondhand? Yeah, right. 
Yeah, that's just where you know that whole gate, the whole game preservation angle, gets kind of hairy and frustrating. You know, because it would be awesome if these games were readily available that you could purchase them. You know, I, I just feel like there is money that could be made there, but yeah, there's also money they have to put in into it. I, I get there's business angles to that, but man, yeah, it would be so sweet if you could just get whatever you know it would be awesome if like like sony on their um you know they launched a whole classics angle of their playstation plus but they've barely added anything to it over the past few months since they launched it and that's just kind of a bummer and then some of the games you can buy some you can it's like ah. so then yeah kind of forces people to go to these uh em, you know emulators and stuff yeah yeah the the whole Sony situation with their PlayStation Plus uh, classic catalog, alongside like some of the like bizarre choices that Nintendo is making with their classic library that they're putting out, um, yeah, that that's kind of just pushed me over the edge. Where I'm like, you know what? If I if you aren't going to let me play what I want, I'll find a way to play it. <laughs> right, right. Yep. So, yeah, that's that's been that's been pretty good for me. Um, I've got some other stuff, but do you want do you want to chime in here with something you've been playing yeah i'll, I'll dive into a few things because i've actually played a played a wide variety over the past you know however long it's been since we potted um i guess just the start is kirby in the forgotten land i'll just go through that quick um i think i have two worlds left and just yeah loving every minute of this game it's it's just so enjoyable um and, and in the fourth world that i'm in or that i just finished the game did get, like, kind of harder, which I kind of appreciate, because otherwise it's a walk in the park. And I'm not saying I need Kirby to be, like, so fucking hard, you know, a Dark Souls-level experience or something like that. But, um, yeah, just a little more challenge would be good. So I feel like it's ramping up pretty pretty well. I'm looking forward to finishing more of that. Um Let's see, what else have I played? A lot more. I got back to playing LEGO Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. I have played through A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, and I played through the first level or so in Return of the Jedi. So I've almost finished the whole original trilogy, and uh, I will say that A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back are just way more exciting to play through than the, the prequel ones. Um, there's still some pretty boring moments in this game, and I just can't, even though, like, those two movies have been, you know, the, the set pieces are so much better to play through, and I just, I kind of am just puzzled, I can't really put my finger on why this game feels just boring sometimes, just flat out fucking boring, and it's not that, like, Lego games have been, like, the most exciting thing ever. Um, but I've never played a Lego game that I've willingly wanted to play. I know there's a lot. You know, if you're not interested in the IP, you might think it's boring. But where I've just kind of just been like, man, like, I'm, like, falling asleep over here, dude. I, <laughs> I don't mm. know. It's I, I just cannot put my finger on it because there's certain things that are just way better in this game than previous Lego games. Like, the combat's way more fun. It's not no Devil May Cry, but it's definitely a step up from uh, 
previous Lego games, the shooting, you know, uh, with, you know, if you're a Stormtrooper stuff, feels better. Um, some of the levels are way more expansive and have some more interesting things going on. When you are doing more free roam stuff in between the levels, like the amount of detail and, like, Tatooine and Coruscant and um, all these places, it's it's really cool to see in, in Lego form. Um, but, yeah, there's just something about it that just kind of feels... Like, there's just something missing, and I, the past, you know, I played it two to, two separate times this past week, and I, I was sitting there trying to think, I'm like, why does this feel off? I just came on my finger on it, but, you know, I'll at least finish out playing through, through the main levels, because you can kind of knock one out, you know, a, a movie, uh, a sitting, basically, it only takes about two or three hours to get through, through them, and if you're just kind of mainlining the levels, it's not too bad, so, yeah. I got I got some other stuff, but well, what else? What else you got? Uh, well, uh, you know, it's always Final Fantasy fourteen time. I've been Ooh. participating in the latest event, the Moonfire Fair, which is kind of like, uh, I mean, it's it's kind of like a little summer festival by the beach. They they always have it have it at Costa del Sol. Always always a fun time. This year they put up an obstacle course for you to run. Um, which is fun. It's a little side activity. Um, but yeah, just nice. enjoying my time there. Uh, on my Steam Deck, I've been playing a few things. I finished Disco Elysium. Ooh. Um, Disco Elysium might be one of the... It might be the best written game I've played. Uh, wow. Is this? Did you finish it before? I can't remember if you did or not. No, okay. I've always like started it, never finished it. Um, but it had... The way that everything connects and wraps up uh, at the end of Disco Elysium, just fantastic. Uh, the ways that you could fuck up are great. I love it. Um, and I, th- I think Kim Kitsuragi is like the best uh, sidekick character ever. <laughs> Did um, you feel like, because that game's so, like, you know, choice-based, things like that. Did you feel like everything, all the actions you had kind of made sense in the end? It, it makes me very curious what different runs of this game look like. Mm, that's um, awesome. That's awesome. This is what I'll say. Because I went down this path uh, <laughs> that ends up like being a major part of the main investigation um, where I was hunting a cryptid. And, um, yeah, that that had, impl- like, the the existence of the cryptid had major implications for, hey, why did this crime happen? Mm. Um, and yeah, I wonder if you just don't do that, if like they come up with a different explanation for how things turn out. Um, and yeah, it's it's pretty pretty cool. Um, there's, al- there's, there's also like a, a two-day gap in time that I'm wondering if like you can avoid because uh, I got shot. Uh, <laughs> um, it, yeah, and I'm wondering if I handle the confrontation between the Union and this mercenary group differently, if I, if I successfully negotiate that, if uh, maybe that two-day gap doesn't exist and I have more time with the game in between there. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not overly eager to like go jump right back into it and do another run, but it's definitely one that I'm going to have bookmarked for, hey... If I have time, maybe I do another run of this game. 
Yeah. Right. That's awesome. I think I forget. Did this game come out in 2019? I forget. I 19 or 20, funny. but uh, I, I, do you think it would be one of your favorite games of that year if uh, if you went back to that list? Yeah, 2019. Um, let me let me pull up the drive I here. I think we have 2019. Yeah, here. I think combined we gave Sekiro the game of the year, but I can't remember what else was on there yeah. past that. Well, if it was the year of Sekiro, I I don't think it would have uh, it would have outdone Sekiro for me. Um, but it would definitely be like a solid number two. Okay. Uh, where, why am I? Why am I failing to, you know, just click on things? It's, uh, <laughs> it's concerning. 2019. Let me see what we got here. Let me see what I got here. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that was the year Anthem came out. Shit. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, forgot about Anthem. Um, yeah, I'm looking at this list and... Yeah, I just, I, I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it would have, it would have probably been my number, my number two. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, yeah. So yeah, anyone out there curious, definitely check out Disco Elysium. It's it's great. Um, it's like one of my favorite games. So. Yeah. Uh. You got anything else? I've got two more. Yeah, that I played briefly. But. Yeah, I got I got two more. Um, Resistance Two went back to play more of that. That's my retro game. <laughs> retro game. <laughs> retro. Uh, <yeah. laughs> retro from two thousand eight. Um, when you get past the completely not modern controls at all, and you get the hang of it, this game is is fun. Um, the weapons are really the driving. Uh, factor to it to me um i like the lore i'm enjoying the story um you know all that stuff is good but man visually though this game just does not hold up at all <laughs> there are times i'm like wow this is just flat out fucking ugly but back in the day you know that it was probably one of the better looking games um there there are moments though like i think it's in the second level you come out of this building and everything and and you see the chimera like invading and all these ships up in the air and the, and the sky has this like weird yellow tint to it and all this stuff i'm like wow that is sick and it makes me really really wish that sony and insomniac or sony and whoever it doesn't have to be insomniac that does it but that they would go back and like properly like remaster these games or something um because uh, th- there is like, just so much potential here to me, um, and it- it's it's fun to go back to. Um, there's some really really solid moments. Um, there's moments of frustration though, uh, like in one of the earlier missions. I think I'm on the third level now, but um, one of the earlier missions, you have there's these like basically like chimera bots that are flying around. And they're basically instant death if they spot you. And you, so you have to sneak through this stuff, like this area, and there's these, like, you know, areas where you got to swim through, and there's all these boxes you can hide behind, all this stuff. And there's a guy, like, in your ear, like, telling you, like, oh, go left, go left, like, navigating, go left, go right, you know, navigating you through this area. 
Uh, but he kind of tells you, like, at the last second. So you're like, I need to make a choice here. So you go right, but you actually should have went left, and then you fucking die. And now you're, you're back a few points because um, it's not like, you know, modern or totally modern video games where it just feels like they're checkpointing you at, like, every fucking second. Um, so there's there's times where just the level design's a little frustrating, but I'm enjoying myself. It's it's fun. Looking forward to playing through the rest of it. And the last thing I'll talk about is uh, <laughs> got it on sale, and I always like to play through the campaigns of these games, so I picked up Call of Duty Vanguard. Oh, all right. Okay. Dude, this game is boring as fuck. Oh my god. I just, I, I, man, it's just so hard for me to get invested in this. And then even on top of that, and I don't know what it is. Now, I have not played multiplayer yet, so maybe it it feels like it should there. Something feels completely off with the feel of this game. It feels very sluggish to me. Maybe I'm just missing something, but like I'm like the the level that I just finished. Uh, what it started, it was probably the best one so far. I've played the first three, and you start off with your family. You're you're playing this like Russian girl, um, and um, you know you're hanging out. Then you're kind of traveling through uh, Stalingrad, the city, and then all of a sudden the Germans attack. And it was like, wow, this is actually really cool when shit hits the fan there. And then it's a lot of combat. You're sneaking through these areas. And uh, it, it was it was cool. But at the end, it's a lot of combat. A lot of just shooting, clearing Germans out of this building. And it just did not feel right running around and, like, trying to get from cover to cover and taking dudes out. The shooting feels good, but the movement feels so off to me. And I just don't know why. Um... And that's kind of driving me nuts, being a Call of Duty game. Like, you're just so used to just this buttery, smooth everything. Um, the movement, the shooting, it, it's, it usually all goes together, but something feels very off uh, to me here. Um, yeah, otherwise, other than this level that I just finished, like, the first two missions, uh, they just felt so standard. They felt like they've been done a million times back when... Every fucking first-person shooter was a World War II game in the PS2, PS3 generation. Um, and, yeah, it's it's okay. And then also, like, in between missions, like, basically, the story's kind of being told backwards. And so in between missions, you're getting cutscenes and story of what's kind of going on in the in the main timeline. But, dude, these cutscenes are so long. Like, I cannot believe for a Call of Duty game how fucking long these cutscenes are. It's kind of blowing my mind. Uh, like, they feel like they're fucking Metal Gear Solid cutscenes or something. Um, you know, I haven't played Metal Gear Solid, but I just hear all the time, you know, how long some of those cutscenes are. I'm like, holy shit. We've been going on for five minutes, dog. Um, and it just feels a little hard to get invested in these characters for some reason as well. Uh, yeah, I'm sure I'm, you know, on finishing the third mission, I'm probably halfway through this fucking game already. You know, campaigns are usually pretty short, so I'll finish it out. But I, I honestly, like, even if you are like me and you like playing Call of Duty campaigns 
even on their off years, to at least just play through them. I don't think I would recommend this game at all. I really don't. Even on a sale, I just don't think I would recommend it. Um, it's just kind of boring to me overall. You know, I can see why it's a down year for Call of Duty last year. Yeah. Even then, it's still yeah. the best-selling game of the year, but it's just... Yeah, so... Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I'm looking forward to getting back to Stray, hopefully, this week. Um, and, you know, just kind of getting some of these games. I don't know why I do this to myself sometimes where I start. I'm like, I'm just going to play one game at a time, and then I end up starting three other ones, and now I'm playing five games at once. But at least everything I'm playing is all pretty on the shorter side, you know, probably ten hours or less. Um so yeah, I'm just gonna start clipping some of these off soon. But yeah, that's that's exactly where I fucked up here. Um. <laughs> yeah, but you got a new new piece of hardware that's you know that's always exciting, and you just kind of want to play a bunch of stuff on it. So it's understandable. Yeah. But yeah, what else yeah. Do you got? So um, following up Disco Elysium, the other kind of narrative focused game that I decided to uh, to slot in there uh, is Norco. Uh, came oh. out earlier this year. I started it, but I never, I never finished it. So I just, I mean, I didn't get very far to be to be honest. So I started over on the Steam Deck. It works pretty good on Steam Deck. Um, I will say I'm not in love with like the whole trackpad thing, um, but thankfully with Norco I can use the touch screen. It is a point and click adventure game. Um, so using the touch screen is it's decent. It'll get you in the right area, and then you can, like, uh, use the trackpad to get get on to what you what you need to click on. Um, the problem I have with the trackpad is that, like, it's too small for what you're doing. If you want to bring the cursor across the screen, it just it feels like it takes like two or three swipes to get you across the screen. Um, but yeah, I I'm really enjoying my time with Norco. Just it's a I'm still kind of in the introductory phase where it's like, hey, this is what's what's going on in the world. Um, like you're returning home after you learn that your mother has died and your brother is still there. It's uh, yeah, it's it's it seems like it's going to be a pretty heavy story about like this very dystopian town that seems to run on just like burning oil all day. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, um, yeah, been enjoying that. I've also started Tyler. The, the the anime anime vampire souls like game code vein oh yeah you mentioned that yeah i started that that game's fucking rules like it's not it's not strictly like it has some souls like elements it's a lot easier than any souls game i've ever played it's a lot easier than any of like the other souls derivative games i've played like uh neo or uh what was that other one we played together that we didn't uh, like the surge um, Yes, Surge. It's, yeah. it's a lot easier than those games. Um, you can also have an NPC partner come along with you, um, which which helps a lot. Mm. Uh, yeah, I I generally enjoy the vibes of that game. It's it seems really fucking cool. You're a revenant, which basically means you're you're a fucking vampire, and you need to go seek out some blood. But if you don't if you don't get your like, in this world, revenants who don't get their blood, like, you know, turn into these monsters that you have to kill. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool. You got huge fucking weapons. I've got this giant axe 
Uh, it starts you with this, in your starting equipment, you start with like this uh, big hammer. It, they call it a hammer, but it's just a giant concrete block on the end of a piece of rebar. Um, it, yeah. <laughs> nice. Really cool stuff. Um, you have a big titty anime mommy. No. Um, which, you know, everyone who, who, who likes Souls games, you know, tend to like, tend to like the, the, the lady character who levels you up. Um, some of them are more sickos than others. Uh, <laughs> and this one is definitely for the most sicko of people. The, the titties are just out. They're just tits out all day. Um, yeah, you know, drop them out, drop them out. Let <laughs> yeah. me see them titties, you know. Yeah, and they just bounce weirdly, like they bounce for no reason. <laughs> like the wind makes them bounce. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, but I I do enjoy the way it plays. Like you can swap classes on the fly, and each of the classes play differently. Um, really cool. Uh, but that does it for the games I've been playing. Uh, let's move on here to the news of which there is, there is some news cause it's been, it's been a little bit. Um, firstly, we're going to kick it off with, uh, all the news coming out of Evo. Neither of us are really fighting game players, definitely not fighting game esports fans. Um, but there are some cool things that have come out of Evo. Um, let's see. I accidentally clicked on one of these twice. Let me get this one out here. Uh, so Street Fighter announced two characters, um, Kimberly and Jury. Uh, yeah, Street Fighter Six is really shaping up. People are very excited to play Street Fighter Six. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this game's going to be absolutely fucking huge when it releases next year. Yeah. It just it just feels like there's way more hype behind this game than even the previous two. You know, as I've been cognizant of video games, you know, with 4 and 5, it's just, man, the hype behind this one is is huge. And it actually seems like they're doing, you know, legitimately different things with this one. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, got more character reveals for other games as well here. Um... We've got uh, Bridget for uh, Guilty Gear Strive Season Pass 2. She she was announced. Um, I think there were other characters, right? No. No, they didn't announce any other characters. But they there there will be four new characters. So there, there's three more on top of this. Uh, yeah, Bridget's cool. Bridget's is a trans woman. I mean, whatever. Like, it, it's, it's just a fact. Like, people, like... There are going to be assholes out there who make a huge deal of this. Um, I think it's it's pretty cool uh, that they're just out there confirming it. Um, uh, I'm, I haven't really followed the Gu- Guilty Gear series very closely, but apparently, like this has been this has been up for contention for a while now, and just you know they're they're just going to confirm it here, so uh, so people can stop going back and forth about this one character. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, yeah, also the um, game sold uh, a million units worldwide, which is the first time a Guilty Gear game has done that. So yeah, they're obviously. I mean, Guilty Gear. 
Yeah, Guilty Gear is the anime fighter that isn't Dragon Ball uh, that I look at, and I'm like, that looks really fucking cool. Yeah, like, definitely. Guilt, I, 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 like, I don't follow esports, but I do like watching people play Guilty Gear. Yeah, I mean, the, the art style, animation, all that stuff is so fucking cool. You know, I'm not really into that stuff, and even I look at it and go, that is awesome that they're achieving that. Yeah. Um, next up we have, uh, some, some game announcements, um, the next Tekken game was sort of teased, um, they're, they're gonna make another Tekken. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. Um, is it gonna be just as crazy as all the other Tekken games? At least the, the endings? I hope so. Because I like, I like the Tekken endings. I, I just watched the... I don't play Tekken, but I watched the Tekken endings. <laughs> yep. Um, and then SNK has announced a Fatal Fury game that the, that they're uh, that's in development. Um, it's been a long time since there's been a Fatal Fury. Yeah. Quite a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 20-some years since Fatal Fury. Um yeah. That that's cool. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Yeah, 1999 was the last one. That's crazy. Very cool. Yeah. And then lastly, um, there's an update to Dragon Ball Fighters or Fighter Z. Um, they're the they're getting that rollback netcode that every competitive fighting game player wants. Um, this tech that you know makes online play you know bearable for most people um but yeah it's it's coming to uh ps5 and the the new xbox series xs and pc versions ps4 xbox one you're not getting this update but yeah uh, uh that's cool dragon ball still out here yeah um you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna bump something up real quick um, while we're on the subject of Dragon Ball, Tyler, they're going to get me playing Fortnite again. Uh-oh. Why? They're, they're putting Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball characters in next week. <laughs> oh, boy. Or later this week as we record on August 16th, we're going to get four Dragon Ball characters. Oh. So that's definitely a Goku. Hopefully they only put. Hopefully it's not four Goku's. That would be disappointing. They've, you don't know Dragon Ball at all, do you? I know some characters, but yeah, I'm not too deep on the knowledge of Dragon Ball. Oh yeah. I'm gonna predict this right now. It's gonna be Goku, Vegeta, Piccolo, and oh man, shit. Wait, no, I might be wrong. I might be totally wrong because there's that Dragon Ball movie that's also coming out this Friday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. This week there's new Dragon Ball Super movie. So, oh man, that open that opens the door. Whew. I it definitely has to be Goku and Vegeta. If they don't have Goku and Vegeta, they fucked up. Could they put a Golden Frieza in there? Could they put a a uh, a Broly in there? I don't want a Broly, to be honest. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, there's there, there's a lot of characters out there that they introduced in Super. Uh, yeah. Yep. Excited. I'm going to be playing Fortnite again. We should play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've added so much shit to this game. I'm like, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Cause, uh, I mean, you could you yeah. could be John Cena. I know your other passion is wrestling. You yeah. could be John Cena. Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, like, what is this game? You're going to have yeah, a Vegeta run around shooting a fucking Master Chief and uh, fucking, I don't know. Uh, the Mandalorians in there, and Deadpool, Borderlands characters. It's just, it is completely wild, the amount of stuff they've Some of them are this. just off fishing, you know? Yeah. Because there's fishing. And <laughs> yep. LeBron James is in there. Oh, why not? You know, it's <laughs> it is crazy. Batman? Batman's in there. Oh, it's crazy. God. Yeah. This is, you know, I think about what crossovers are still left for Fortnite and Dragon Ball is probably one of the bigger ones so yeah this is going to be a pretty big deal I think yeah and like they've they've done Naruto already they've done the Naruto characters um I mean the the next thing for them on the anime front is probably One Piece Mm, yeah because One Piece is huge yeah um yeah what about like uh, Attack on Titan or something? Do you think they would do like, that? I guess eventually they'll do a de- Attack on Titan. Um, I think Attack on Titan could probably be its own season because there, there's probably some things from that show that they could just incorporate in the game, like those giant fucking Titan assholes. Like have one of those on the map. Mm-hmm. Ah. All right. Let's see. What do we got here? Um, we have the THQ Nordic Showcase. Uh, just gonna go through the announcements here. Uh, there's a new Alone in the Dark. Um, I, I'm just, I'm scrolling down through here, and, like, I mean, there's not much I'm excited about, so. Yeah. we'll We'll just, we'll just keep going through here. Yeah. Tempest Rising. Uh, don't fucking know it. Tempest. It oh, seems like it's an RTS. Yeah, but like, or that RPG, could mean a lot sorry. of things. Yeah, right. RTS with next gen graphics. Mm. <laughs> There's Recathon. Re- no, Recreation. Um, uh, this, yeah, this is the game. So, you remember Dangerous Driving? I do. It's those people that are making this. Okay. Yeah. Um, then there's space for sale, which, oh god, that's just, yeah, okay. We're, we're gonna do uh, the whole uh, real estate game in in space, okay. Alright. <laughs> uh, we've got destroy all humans too, uh, a gameplay trailer for for the reprobed edition of yeah, that. I'm looking forward to uh, this. This is probably the only thing in this whole thing that I'm actually interested in. Yeah. Uh, there's a gothic remake I don't know what the fuck gothic is <laughs> I've heard of gothic a lot of this shit yeah. I don't know what the fuck it is I think it's like, an old older PC RPG but yeah I've, I've only heard of it I, I've never played it or anything so here's the thing THQ Nordic has a ton of shit that isn't all this obscure 
crap that we don't care about. Yeah, but I'm sure... I feel like this strategy is just not going to pan out for them. (laughs) Maybe, who knows, but I'm sure there there is a market for some of this stuff. Um, You know, maybe it's not something where they're going to sell 10 million copies of these games, but maybe it is enough for it to be you know, sustainable while they also are working on, you know, and they'll have bigger games like Tomb Raider, you know, Deus Ex, you know, there's uh, some rumors about that game this past week that they're, you know, seems like they're going to be a little uh, unshackled a little bit with the next Deus Ex um, now that they're not going to be under Square Enix. So they're going to have some bigger games, but, you know, maybe these games do well enough i don't know i I would be so curious to understand and and learn about the financials of thq nordic or embracer group in general really because i would be curious to know like how much these games truly do sell yeah all right just real quickly uh jagged alliance 3 um that's a name i kind of recognize jagged alliance um yeah Outcast two. I don't. I don't remember Outcast one. So me either. Yeah, there's Knights of Honor two. I don't know Knights of Honor one. <laughs> what are they doing? Uh, then there's SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake. Um, yeah, SpongeBob. SpongeBob will sell. Yeah, because it's SpongeBob. Right. People know what SpongeBob is. Yep. Uh, um. There's the Valiant. Um. Another medieval kind of game there. Uh, Way of the Hunter. Oh, a hunting game. I don't yeah. think hunting games are making a comeback. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see on that. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, overall, I think very disappointing, to be honest. Like, with what you know that THQ Nordic could be showing, like, and then yeah. to bring out this, it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's a it, lot of stuff that... Uh, it's a lot of old stuff that might have a cult following, but, like, how much is that worth? Like, how much is a cult following worth when right. you're trying to project what you should be focusing on? Yeah. I don't know. It's also interesting how many... I mean, what, there's at least three... I think four strategy titles in here, which, you know, that's... We've seen that kind of be a genre that is... Struggled a little bit, been a little hit or miss um, over the past few years. So it's kind of interesting how much they're, you know, putting into that basket. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I, I, Alone in the Dark is I'm not like super stoked for it, but I've heard a lot about that. I think the fact that it's coming from uh, Pieces Interactive, who've done Soma and the amnesia titles gives me a little bit more hope on that that it would be good because if I remember correctly the last Alone in the Dark came in like 2008 on PS3 and it was fucking horrible um so that that's another game series that has kind of a more of a cult following but probably has solid potential to do well with how well some of these uh, horror titles have done in recent times so if it's done right. So, yeah, I don't know. They're, they're such a weird company. Such a weird company. All right. 
we've got some delays to talk about. Um, you know, whenever you're talking about video games and, you know, when they're coming out, you never really know. So, uh, these next three stories are about delays. Um, Embark Studios, which is headed by uh, Patrick Sutherland, Sutherland uh, they, they're delaying Arc Raiders to 2023. Um, yeah, I, I, I forgot Arc Raiders was the thing. Yeah, me too. Me too. To be honest. Yeah. Um, Marvel's Midnight Suns will launch uh, fiscal year 2023, um, which I think is unfortunate. I was kind of looking forward to this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this developer combined with Marvel seems like it could be interesting. And they've given this game a date twice, only to now punt it into uh, the first quarter of next year which is going to be absolutely fucking stacked, and they didn't give it a date. Um, so it's kind of like, what the hell's going on with this thing? Um, and it's just it's just frustrating, I think, anymore to just... It's just like, don't put fucking dates on things, guys. It's it just, You just take all the wind out of the sails of any, you know, excitement of your game by doing this. This game, I'm pretty sure the original date was like March or something of this year. And now it's getting delayed like a whole nother year. It's crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, don't put fucking release dates on your games, y'all. Like, yeah, it's 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 not that hard to not do something. Right. <laughs> um, uh, they could also just not do Hogwarts Legacy, but uh, seems like they're determined to eventually put this game out. Now it's coming out February twenty twenty. Wasn't that that? This is another kind of year-long uh, delay. Yeah, kind right? of. Wasn't that uh, supposed to come out Q1 this year? It was supposed to be out, I think, 2021. Then they bumped it to 2022, but didn't give it a date. Then they kept saying it's coming out in 2022, and it's like, uh, okay, we're in August now. Um, I yeah. don't think that's happening. So, yeah, now it's now it's February. The one thing that makes me laugh about this game is that they're trying to put it out on Switch. <laughs> I get there's a market there, but I feel like this game will probably run like total ass on Switch, but whatever. Or it just might be not much of a video game. Um, <laughs> Who knows? I, we'll see. Like, maybe it'll run fine on Switch because there's not much there. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Back to Marvel's Midnight Suns, though. Game is only releasing on PS5, Series X, and PC first. Um, so they are not putting out the PS4 version at all uh, when it launches. So I'm sure it'll come later, but kind of glad they're doing that in a way. Hopefully that doesn't hold them back. Um, you, know, you know, making the versions that need to be good, good. I just, I just cannot... I get there's an install base, but especially, like, the Xbox One to me. I cannot imagine putting a video game on that console. A, tri- a high-end AAA title on that console in 2023 at this point. Yeah. I mean, that console was very underpowered when it came out. I mean, PS4 was too, but PS4 handled things a lot better. <laughs> so, I just cannot imagine that. Yeah, so. I mean, it's... Yeah, I don't... I don't... I think... Uh, Next year, we're definitely going to see a lot of games like just not 
come out on PS4 or Xbox One. Yeah, I, yeah, I think next year is definitely the year for sure that we'll see a lot less of that. I think Sony at this point too, they're not even reporting PS4 sales because they've just dropped off so hard. Which I I don't know if they expected that. You know, maybe they just. And, but maybe they expected that the sales will drop off really hard, but the software will keep selling. I'd be curious to know how some of the software is actually selling on PS4 at this point as well. But, yeah, overall, next year is going to be completely insane, I feel like. Because I do feel like a large number of the games that were supposed to come out this year will actually come out next year. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. But, you know... Uh, it, it just overall is a bummer. When you go on IGN and they have a, a list article and it's literally all 45 games that got delayed out of 2022, it's like, damn. It's just a bummer. Just don't put dates on things, guys. Let's just not do that. There's plenty of shit to play. Plenty of stuff to play. All right. Now it's time to get into the messy drama of the video games industry. Uh, first talk here about Nintendo being maybe not the greatest employer. Um, so they have been accused of um, instituting some coercive rules, preventing uh, employees from organizing. Um, this has included firing an employee because they were they were protesting the uh, they. They had complaints about the uh, work environment, um, and they were uh, they were not allowed like they 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 weren't allowed to discuss wages with other employees, uh, which in America is illegal. You're you are protect. You are allowed to talk about your wages with other employees. Um, um, that's like one of the few good things uh, about labor rights here. Um, but yeah, it's it's looking like uh, Nintendo is definitely um, cracking down in ways that don't seem uh, above board. Yeah. I mean, no major corporation is going to want anyone to unionize in their company. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if that's the case, and if this, you know, some people are wanting to then i don't know in my opinion it's like yeah let's maybe hear them out maybe they do want more money maybe they want this change that change maybe that can happen um yeah it's yeah it just kind of sucks because you you never really hear anything about nintendo (laughs) and working there i also wonder if this has any any of this has to do with any of the japanese side of nintendo as well there's just two totally different cultures there being uh, on the Japanese side and the American side so I don't know because the Japanese side is the one that runs Nintendo not necessarily Nintendo of America yeah yeah so that might might be an aspect of that there too I don't know but yeah it's a bummer yeah lastly Last last pieces of news here, Tyler. You have a slap fight between Xbox and Sony. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, none of this is really both. Is, both of them literally just accusing the other of doing business. Basically, <laughs> yes. I mean, none of this is important as like labor rights or anything like that. But it is 
very fascinating to hear some of the more nitty-gritty insider business things um, that Sony and Microsoft are thinking about. So all this has come about um, because Brazil is looking into the Activision Xbox deal and you know all that, all the stuff that so many other countries are looking into, and. I don't think any of these companies thought that any of this would probably get out, but it's it's come out that Xbox has accused Sony of paying developers to basically block the game from going to Game Pass. I guess Sony is paying developers more uh, so that the game never goes to Game Pass. Um, and additionally, Sony was going on and on as well about how Call of Duty is such a major peace to them in such a huge game that it cannot even be rivaled um and that uh if if that game goes to game pass then it's going to really start to hurt uh, so many other things but then microsoft fired back and said that um you know hey the things we're buying from activision aren't really that uh you know much of a game changer anyways um and accuse Sony of, uh, you know, having exclusives on their platform and that being their whole strategy. And, and Microsoft is saying, like, we're going to have this and it's going to go to Game Pass, but it's going to be on your machine, too. And they Microsoft literally admitted in, in these uh, documents that uh, it would not make business sense at all for them to make Call of Duty exclusive, at least right now. Um, in that, you know, they need to put it on other platforms. It's just going to be on Game Pass. And then, uh, you know, Sony accused then at that point that uh, Xbox would have an unfair advantage with Game Pass because it would have Call of Duty on it and all this stuff. I mean, it's actually very, very fascinating. Uh, and I would encourage anyone who's interested to go read about all of it. Um, because, like you said, they're accusing each other of doing business. And it's and it's very it's very funny to me to, to read a lot of this stuff. And what they what what it's coming down to is that they both in weird ways need each other for this to to move forward and to work and they can work with each other in a weird way. Um it's it's wild. And then the, the, the last piece is that Sony was going on so much about how Call of Duty is so important to their platform that it almost they sounded so desperate and it almost made it seem like their platform won't even survive without Call of Duty on it. Um, and, and almost downplayed their own developers, which if I was, you know, Santa Monica or Naughty Dog or Suck Punch, whatever, I'd be like, um, okay, thanks, thanks guys. Um, yeah, or the whole, fucking whole thing's Bungie. very fascinating. Like, yeah, they Bungie just bought well. Bungie, who is a, like, they develop really fucking good shooters. Yeah, like, which which is kind of odd, because Bungie hasn't come up at all in any of this stuff, which Sony is doing basically the same thing with Bungie. Like, they bought Bungie, so Bungie wouldn't be bought by anyone else, but Sony's letting Bungie do their own thing. They're going to make their games multi-platform still, and they basically just bought destiny in a way and like i'm sure at some point because it got taken off of game pass Destiny's going to come to their playstation plus service and um new expansions will probably go to that service it's kind of the same thing like okay maybe destiny isn't exactly on the same level as call of duty but it Destiny's pretty fucking huge it's the same thing in a way like microsoft is 
buying Call of Duty. They're going to put it on their service, but they're going to put it on PlayStation Five, and you could buy it for seventy dollars. Um, it's yeah, it's 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 interesting how that hasn't been brought up either um, in in all of this. Yeah, yeah. I just generally like I I kind of just have to take everything that Xbox and Sony say about each other with a grain of salt because like it's. It's all stuff that, if given the opportunity, they would do themselves. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. So Yeah. And what I liked about this as well, is, or this quote here, Microsoft said, quote, uh, Sony does not want attractive subscription services to threaten its dominance in the digital distribution market for console games. In other words, Sony rails against the introduction of new monetization models capable of challenging its own business model. And then Microsoft also accused Sony of not wanting to compete with Microsoft necessarily in the subscription space, but feeling they have to. Um, which is, that that to me is totally true, uh, from my opinion at least. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of like when... Um, when Epic sued Apple and all this really nitty-gritty shit came out, it's the same sort of deal here. It's very, very interesting stuff that uh, I think outside of, you know, what everything going on legally with this deal between Activision and Microsoft that we will probably never hear anything really like this again. Yeah. All right. That's, yeah, that, that pretty much does it for the news this week, I mean, there's, there's nothing happening. It's a Sunday morning slash afternoon slash I don't even know what fucking time it is. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. Anything you're looking forward to playing this week? Um, getting started on or, you know, finishing maybe? I'm getting, looking forward to hopefully playing more Stray and getting back to Kirby. It's been a little bit since I played Kirby. I haven't played Kirby since last Sunday, but yeah. yeah. How about you? Yeah, I've got, I've got Rumbleverse to play. Rumbleverse mm. is out now, the wrestling battle royale. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in there and see if I can hit a hit a flying elbow off a skyscraper or something. You know, <laughs> cool guy shit. Yeah. Where did you uh, Where did you download it? I have it on PS5. It's on everything. Right. Uh, well, except Switch, um, and it does have crossplay if you link with your Epic account. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I'll I'll, I'll at least download it on, on PS5. Maybe we'll give it a spin next yeah. time. Download that. Download Fortnite. Fortnite. For, I'm looking forward <laughs> to Fortnite, too. That's... I never thought I'd hear you say that. <laughs> I have to run around as Goku and just do stupid shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. We're going to be back next week, hopefully, you know, coherent. I'm not sure when we're going to record, but that's, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have a time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so, yeah, we'll catch you all next week. You all know what to do. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends, you know, to get in contact with us. Look in the episode description. And until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games and drop them out. Let me see them titties.